Now, the shotgun start in golf is full of mathematics. Um, there's a lot, of, a lot of setup work that we have to do in order to make a tournament work. So I'm going to demonstrate to you just exactly how we do a shotgun start here. Greetings and welcome to a Monday edition of the Shotgun Start. It is July 15th. Andy, how we doing? Brendan, just doing great. Last major of the year is here. I think uh, the Open is, I heard they might be going f- for uh, Glory's last shot. <laughs> the rebranding as you know not the world's major the oldest major championship in golf the open like the open they have they have zero branding problems what if they just decided to you know every everybody know, can identify it with the style of golf the look of golf like it's just so it stands out from all the others you know masters is its own category cuz it's at the same course but it just has such a strong branding uh i don't know foothold Imagine if they just turned it all upside down. I think this it would is, work. This though. is Glory's last shot. I think it you would think work. So? Yeah, yeah. You don't think it would upstage the WGC FedEx St. Jude Invitational? That that might be, you know, a different type of last shot. What's you know, that mean? It's just be you know humanity's last shot. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, I saw like some graphic. Like CBS today at John Deere, they were running like, oh, here's our remaining tournaments. And it was WGC. Wyndham. It was Wyndham, which is its own now, like just money bath nonsense. Just completely, you know, the, the charm of it's been sort of sculpted out, excavated. and uh, Excavated, just like the John Deere excavator. <laughs> well, there you go. Uh, hollowed out, I guess, is what I was going for. But... Uh, and then the, the Northern, the first FedEx Cup event, Northern Trust. I was just like, it, it just, it really, it really was depressing. It was really like a WGC, this new like Wyndham, you know, contrivance and, and uh, a playoff event, ultimate prize chase. And it, it just really bummed me out. There was nothing authentic or organic about it, it felt like. I used so. to love the Wyndham too. It was yeah. like my favorite because it was just all about who's in the, you know, who's going to make the 125. It had such a good little feel to it, and now it's going to be all about who gets this, you know, two million dollar cash bonus. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right. Well, let's. Hey, you want to leave? I got, I got a good Monty story. You want to do that in the spirit of the open? You got just another kind of, Monty story? People are just throwback. Feed, throwback the Monty Monty's. story. I don't know, just start the week with the Monty story. It felt right. It felt like everybody, you it's, know. It never could people, go wrong with the Monty story. Put people in a good mood. Great Monty story. He's playing the Champions Tour event in uh, Victoria, B.C., three years ago, 2016. He wins it, and, uh, you know, more than 200,000 wins the event. 
nice cash, nice winner's winner's check. After the round, he jumps in a cab to the airport, and one of the grounds crew at the course was a driver for the cab. <laughs> at the or- at the airport, he just hands him a wad full of handful of euros and says, "Thanks for the ride." It turns out the handful of cash adds up to about half the fare <laughs> of the actual, like the real cab ride. And he wins the tournament. Just thought he was being, you know, generous, but forgot, you know, hey man, you're like, you have an actual fare here. It wasn't like a courtesy car. I just, <laughs> I got completely stiffed. I have no doubt it was an innocent mistake by Monty. I do too. I do but, too. He, he might have had a, 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 you know, translation error, like, uh, you know, converting the currencies. But he just, you know, what do I have in my pocket? Just gives him a lot of euros. It's not even half the fare of going from the course to the airport. So that's a Monty story. It is apropos of nothing. But uh, I thought do, it would be lighten the mood on a Monday morning. Do you think he tips Uber drivers more that have uh, have Mountain Dew and uh, waiting for him? <laughs> I don't know that I've ever encountered an Uber driver that has Mountain Dew. I do appreciate the backseat charger for an Uber, which is like hit or miss these days um all right let's get into results before we do some uh, open championship talk john deere dylan fratelli wins it's his first pga tour win i think he has 34 starts on the pga tour has uh done some damage over in europe kind of uh, circuitous not not i don't mean that in a negative connotation he's just you know hopped around went to south africa from south africa went to texas he was a pretty stalwart player at texas played over in europe came back to the pga tour may have been seen in a fortnight 10 or two on the pga tour in the, in the last year and uh now he, he wins like obviously very talented but a, a different kind of route to get here how about those sunglasses he's wearing are those sunglasses i don't know or are they they prescription i i he's don't got, know He's got the long sleeves. I, I can appreciate that. Sun protection. The, the glasses look like I think they're regular glasses. But he's 29. So he's not like a, a new, you know, new pup. So What was the last player to win with glasses? That's a good question. Huh. Last player to win with glasses. Yeah. Tom Kite. Uh, Tom Kite would be one. I have to think about that. Huh. I don't That's know. That's fascinating. Everybody gets LASIK now. That's yeah. a good question, though. Or, or contacts. His Euro, his Euro wins are the Lions. He was wearing, wearing long sleeves, too. It was like 95 I just degrees. said that. I just yeah. said that. Sun protection. My Wi-Fi might be breaking up. Choppy. But, uh, yeah. I just said that. Yeah, sun protection. I can appreciate that. Yeah, might be a little hot. I guess the women, uh, a lot of the women do that too. Yeah, they all do. So Lioness Open, the Afro-Asia Bank, Mauritius Open. There's two wins on the Euro Tour. So now, now he's won on the PJ Tour. Gets a last-minute uh, spot into uh, the Open Championship. Headed to Royal Portrush. Elsewhere. You know what? You know what Fratelli is. What's that? He's a PGA Tour rookie. No, he's not. Yeah, he is. He is this year. Yeah. You know what that means? <laughs> Rookie rankings. Yeah. 
<laughs> might be an update. Let's see, want to see if it's uh, maybe Fratelli clocks higher than Champ. How did Lawn finish? I mean, I know he had that T fifty three. Um, elsewhere on the leader, I mean, Fratelli just kind of in the final pairing, Landry, Andrew Landry, kind of just sputtered out. Uh, Johnny Vega shot seventy six on Saturday. Um, we're we're lucky there weren't any rules controversies with uh, Landry. He doesn't read his doesn't read his rule rule book. Doesn't care to wants his own p wants bifurcation of the rules. Right, just the yeah. PGA Tour. Like uh, the big, I'd say you know, secondary story of coming out of it is Morikawa gets his card. Got a T four and runner up. Obviously, we saw three M Open as runner up back to back weeks. Now has his card. This is his second year. second consecutive week that he's led the field in, in strokes gained approach. Wow, that's a good stat to lead in. Yeah, shows you it's a little more than just some twenty something power power hitter. He he but. was he finished fourth despite being like sixty third or something in strokes gained putting. He really? putted, putted like crap and finished yeah. fourth or whatever yeah. it was. Yeah. What do you think of this event, the deer? I, I mean, it was nice. It, it didn't. It hadn't rained very much out there, so it actually got a little firm. Yeah. But I mean, the golf course is okay. Um, it's like exci- There are a lot of birdie holes. It could be exciting, but the field was very poor. And yeah. I think that it. I don't know. It's just what we talked about. Like they're they're in a horrible, horrible position. Yeah, so I, oddly enough, I actually talked to the CEO of John Deere last week about this event. Oh, look at that. <laughs> I didn't mean that. Get, like a getting in big, with big machinery. Drought. No, no. I, just, I was honestly curious. I want to talk to him a little bit about this. And, like, I, I asked him about the Memphis thing, which you brought up. You know, like, putting Memphis right behind you. Like, obviously, that's going to – every. You know, guy who qualifies almost plays a WGC. It's rare. I guess it's becoming more common to see guys just not play a WGC, but it's rare. It's like an Adam Scott, Henrik Stenson type. Um, and if you put, you're now the week before major, you know, they're not going to do three weeks in a row. And he was like, I, he didn't take the bait. Like he didn't say, you know, it's bogus, but he, he certainly didn't say they have no issue with it. Right. He just kind of walked the line. It's like, uh, yeah, we'll see how that impacts it. We'll see the effect it has. So I don't know. I mean, he he was like this. This event would go away if deer doesn't do something. Deer is like from that community. They like put a ton of money into it. It's like one of these events that we've talked about several times now, especially during the stretch of the schedule at Hartford and at Detroit. Like these are the kind of communities I think that should have PGA Tour events and deer like pours money into this. He's telling me about some like deal they did with like TPC with with Fincham to make uh, become like the equipment provider for like machinery provider for TPC just to like keep the event, you know. So it's like you would like to see actual, I don't know, smaller communities and title sponsors who and this isn't like meant to be a, you know, fluffing the deer, John Deere, but it's just a totally different dynamic than so many of the events on tour nowadays that you'd like to see it patronized just a little from the, uh, from the, from the, from the members. Yeah. It's, I mean, 
that's the thing is that it's just it's the third longest running sponsorship. I I just think right. that they're just it's not good to like loyalty should be rewarded, not penalized. I mean, he was straight up. He's like, this event would go away. A community would not have this event if we don't, you know, sponsor it, show up. The uh the the other thing is it's just like they a lot of the volunteers or former deer workers like it's yeah like, yeah it's very i mean john deere is that community like not I right mean, there's right. a lot more than john deere but it's the yeah. you know that's the big the, thing yeah like so, the walmart championship we were talking about with the lpga last week or whatever that was so uh all right for telly gets the win there uh any other thoughts you have on the leaderboard anybody jump out to you I'll tell you what, tell you who took a dump in the cup. <laughs> My boy Sung JM. Horrible Sunday. Is he, he your dump in the cup uh, nominee? Yeah. Sweet Lou Brown's idea? Yeah. All right. Well, how many spots did he do? He went, he went from up in like the top 10 to T26. He only shot one under, which was like in reality like five over today. Fratelli went 106 spots up. He was somewhere around 150, right? Yeah. Now he's 48. Sanjay M. Dumping the cup. Camp Champ missed the cut. Oh, big surprise. Featured groups. Featured groups. I think they put him in featured groups Friday, too. He's been taking camp. a dump in the cup. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's, what, 56th? He's 56th with a win. That's kind of hard. Well, he had that great. He was in the fall, he was a world beater. He had all those top tens. I know. All right. uh, On to the Euro. Any other Iowa or Quad City stuff? That's about all I got. All right. Uh, In in the European tour, we have burned. Viesberger wins kind of a a pillow fight of a playoff. That's horrible. (laughs) Benjamin Hebert. I almost turned it off. it It was just, you went. So I was watching the tennis, right? And you watch this Federer, Djokovic, Djokovic, like, fifth set. It's just titanic, like, incredible. Unbelievable. Incredible competition. Back, forth, back, forth. Then they do the tie break, and it's over. And I, like, flip over to it. I was like, oh, let's see where they're at. And they were on, like, the 17th hole. And you just see this, like, bar fest of a playoff. Weisberger misses the short putt on 17. Like barely hangs on on eighteen right. to make par. He arguably might. I guess the approach shot from the from the fescue was a good shot. Yeah, but the, yep. he didn't really hit a great. He didn't hit a good shot really the whole hole. How about when he just when he just chunked hard chunked the nine iron, <laughs> right? I mean that a bear guy was supposed to be in like a disadvantage, right? He's right in the the rough or whatever it was fescue kind of stuff and uh weisberger's in the middle with a, a low iron a nine iron just <laughs> i I, don't, I think he was in the takeaway and the commentary was like oh that was an awful swing the guy hadn't even like followed through it's like oh what's he doing uh, you know he just complete chunk job can so we talk was... about a bear's hat <laughs> I, I can we ever i was hoping we'd get to it what was going on? What was that? <laughs> it was one of the most offensive hats I've ever seen in my entire life. What What was the idea? Like, what I, was the... Was, I didn't understand what they were going for. Was it like a flame? 
some sort of tie-dye. It was just bizarre. Was it supposed to be like French colors? It was, so it was like a Wilson hat, a Wilson staff hat. Yeah. Wilson across the front. And then it had all these colors like going halfway up the hat. It was <laughs> awful. But with no, like there... It looked like it went through the wash with some like, you know, garments that bled all over it. It just, there was no discernible pattern to it, even ugly or otherwise. So it was one of the odder hats I've seen on the on professional golf in a while. You know, uh, everybody gives Brooksy's hats or bad rap. Yeah. You know, I was, uh, I, can't, I can't believe, remember, I can't remember where I was, but this like, uh, you know, this crew of you young hipsters, you know, rolls up. Yeah. The guy's wearing Brooksy's like flower hat. You know, I asked him, I was like, hey, <laughs> hey, do you do you watch golf? And he like looked at me, no. But he was wearing that Brooksy hat. <laughs> really? Yeah. It feels like a hat that'd be popular amongst like that whole Instagram influencer, you know, different crowd. You know, I think they were they I were going like, to you know music festival. Ah, uh, totally. It's just yeah, that's what you want to see. Grow the game. I don't think anybody would be wearing that. <laughs> air, I'm kidding. Air, air bear hat. Oh, <laughs> I I didn't get it, but yeah, that was one of my big takeaways watching that pillow fight of a of a playoff. Uh, I can't believe scores? Air Bear missed that short putt to win. What was it like three feet, yeah. three and a half feet? Horrible. Yeah. That didn't it didn't touch anything. Just yeah. Missed on the high side, I think. Um Riesberger seems shocked he missed it. Uh, what'd you think of the scores? I mean, it, they went deep there. I mean, there was always so a... soft. It just got poor rain dumped on it. Okay. I guess. Like crazy rains all through the week. Today was the first day that it didn't rain. Okay. From what I understand. Interesting. But like a, a soft, no wind links course is is not really fun to watch. Doesn't doesn't work out that way. Yeah. So. So hopefully next year they'll be more firm. Because I think they is go it, back next year. Is that right? Yeah. Oh, they're back at that. They're not gonna rotate it for the time being. Interesting. Yeah, I think so. Uh, the women are there in, in a couple weeks too. Are they doing the women's open there? Women's British open there? Uh, no, women's uh, Scottish, Scottish open. Scottish open. I got it. Okay. That makes sense. Um, I thought the other big thing was uh, Beef. Johnston. 62. Gets in the open championship. This, you know, he got the he got his, his stuff off his uh, chest and he played better. He did that My Shot thing, that player blog a couple weeks yeah. ago. I, I, yeah, on the Euro Tour. I have... I, I always, from everyone I talk to, and media and people, players, like they say, he's like a really, really good, genuine, normal dude, like oh, extremely the best dude. I always found the backlash he talked like really kind of he took the backlash like kind of really pissed me off. I thought it was bogus, and you know, people cracked on him. They have friends, people, people we know, like. A lot of you know players, media like seem to roll their eyes like a, like a host on choice sideshow stuff. Like I always thought that was kind of bullshit. And uh, he, 
I mean, he won the Spanish. I think it was the Spanish Open. I want to yeah, say Valderrama. Spanish Masters. Uh, I think it was made, the Spanish Open. He won over not, par. May not have been at Valderrama. I'm not sure where it was. It was Valderrama. It was, and he says, "I'm going to get hammered." It was like a honest, genuine moment, and then all of a sudden, the content fucking the content machine just gobbles him up. And I watched it. I was I had like like. I don't know. I don't want to say like, bo- like not my own bosses, but I just saw people who are in the content game. No one, no one over me, but like, you got to get beef. You got to do beef, beef, beef. Got to do this stuff. Like he's going to, you know, attract a new audience and it's through no fault of his own. But, and then, you know, the brands that get behind it, Arby, and all of a sudden he's like this freaking legend in the United States. Right. And we've got a major in New York, which is always a circus at Baltistral and, he becomes like the the people's player there, and through like he's not a, like if you throwing money at him and he to do an Arby's thing or something, yeah, go ahead, get yours. If it's your time, go get some. But I don't feel like he was ever like a inauthentic about anything. And everyone I ever talked to was like, he's the he's like just he doesn't know how he's here or why he's here, but he's happy to be here and he's genuine as hell. And a lot of people like thought he became this like you know inauthentic sideshow and i thought that was always bullshit so it was interesting to hear you know obviously talked about the ned bag challenge last year like just not even getting his clubs going to the hotel and just crying like battling depression battling mental issues and and i don't know saw him break down today (laughs) i thought it was i think it's he's always been a good dude and this is a great story i agree i think it's a it's an awesome story it's this is the problem everybody if if somebody's remotely interesting, then they just get killed, right? By the by the media machine. The content their teeth into you, and everybody wants you, you know, for a brand activation or a podcast or an interview or whatever, or social media video. And like, I totally get like you can get overexposed, but I don't know that like that was his like conscious choice. So, um, I think golf. We'll be better with him, him involved. We'll see if he's, you know, I'm not suggesting he's going to be a Hall of Famer or anything, but uh, his first major now since Shinnecock. Like, he's not been on the radar. So, hey, see, uh, uh, can we talk about the, the senior players? Yeah. Goosen, birdie, birdie, finish. Beats uh, Jay Haas, Tim Petrovic by two. Not, love- not. Not high scores, not low scores at Firestone. Six I'm looking, under won it. I'm looking at the other end of the leaderboard. That's where I'm most interested in. Well, no, it's no cut. No cut, so no cut major championship. Here. Out there at the mercy. Just <laughs> hat, like, you got to put four numbers on the card. You, you ready for some scores? I want them. All right. Danny Edwards. Who's that? It's a great question. Danny Edwards goes, shoots 53 over for the week. Oh, shit. <laughs> he goes 88, 81, 78, 86. What, what's this guy doing in this field? You will occasionally see this at a no-cut WGC. Some inter- like a Danny Willett when he's playing horrible will shoot like, because you, you just got to keep playing. You can't, you got to go for 72 holes and Willett will finish, you know, 28 over, but. Never 53. So. 53 over. <laughs> That's crazy. Scott Simpson, 
I mean, it was just a bloodbath for some of these guys. Scott Simpson's allowed to. I mean, he's done some things in the game, right? I he has, know. but like, what? What is the cutoff? Yeah. Look at yeah. you know the thing about it is Danny Edwards in their Charles Schwab Cup race. He went up in the Charles Schwab Cup. What? <laughs> he went from one seventy fifth to one seventy one. You, for shooting 53 over? Yeah, you shouldn't go up. DFL 53 over jumps four spots up the Schwab Cup standings. Same How does that? Like, you can't go up. You should not get any <laughs> points for finishing DFL. Oh, shit. Yeah, I, I, I knew this was going to be a bloodbath. As soon as you say no cut. Senior tour event, you have to post four rounds. There's going to be in his first round, he made three pars, <laughs> no birdies. What? what? Why is he even playing? <laughs> like, he, he couldn't have expected good to come of it. Yeah, I guess I don't get it. What I, I, I know it's the it's the players, so they're not going to have like a qualifying. There aren't like it's not like the U.S. Open or anything or British Open for that matter. So like, uh, you got to fill out the field. But it, <laughs> I don't understand what the qualifications are. Just yeah. put the top 100 of the Fed Schwab Cup in. I, I don't know why some guys are in, some guys aren't. I don't understand why he was in. That's like the thing. It's the only event he's played. It, in the last year what why why is he in the field it's gotta be some sort of uh, i don't know some sort of exemption some sort of special senior players exemption clearly so uh, it was yeah the goose six under you know what's interesting too what the uh pga tour has misspelled alaska on his profile he's from alaska but he, that spelled Alexa on his profile page. Very, very interesting. Well, I, I can't imagine they've got like an editor copy guy just checking Danny Edwards' profile. He, you know, but, he's, he didn't start Nor playing. did they expect a podcast to spotlight it, I'm sure. He uh, didn't start playing golf till he was 14. There you go. And his, bro- like a- his brother, David, is also on the Champions Tour. Well, there you go. Give him, cut him some slack. I, what I want to know is how he got in the field, though. He's That's the founder question. and vice chairman of Royal Precision Inc. and also de- developed the Green Fix device. What's that? Green Fix? Yeah. Like a putting green? I don't know. <laughs> or like something environmental. I don't. I don't. Whatever. You make like a divot tool or something like that. Who knows? All right. He's got one point one point four seven in career earnings. One point four seven million. Yeah. Really? I don't understand Life- how he's in the field. Lifetime or what? What I mean? Lifetime. Or is that just champions? Is no. that everything? It's PGA Tour. PGA Tour, he's earned 1.2 champions. God. 
I mean, it, I just don't get why he was in the field. He shot 333. 333. It's like a, a bad high school team shoots. All right. Whatever. Yeah. It's not great. Not a good situation. We'll, we'll have to get some answers on that. Uh, any other senior players' thoughts? No. no I mean, did, did anyone know what was going on? No. Couldn't have been well. I, I think they've just rolled everything over there from Bridgestone. Like, I just, we'll see. See, I, I can't imagine it's long for that market. Um, all right, TPC Colorado Championship at Heron Lakes. Le- Nelson Ledesma with the birdie at the last. Brett uh, Aussie, Brett Coletta, 15 under on a monster 8,000-yard course. I heard, what was the, the, the leading? Just, what are you talking about, monster 8,000-yard The course. leading driver, was he averaged like 364 yards or something like that? There is the average. They're hitting it far these days. You won't believe how far <laughs> he hit it this week. I think Who I, led the field? Who was it? Taylor Moore. Okay. Right. You you won't believe how far Taylor Moore hit the ball this week. They had some crazy conditions out there. It's like wind coming out, you know. The course seemed like it held up pretty good. Yeah. For for a web event. You don't yeah. see, usually see it. <laughs> Below 20. Yeah. So it's... Really? it's I just feel like, you know, like some of these guys, they should just be playing on the PGA Tour. Like, why are these guys getting in these fields? You know, yeah. They should give them a bump up. Yeah. I don't know. On the LPGA, Sejong Kim beats Lexi Thompson 22 under the marathon classic in uh, Western Ohio. Uh, I think she made like five birdies in a row at one point. Just, she's won. She's rookie of the year 2015. I think she's won like nine. Ten times already. Uh, they got that team event next week. Is that that's what's next? Where's that? It's in Michigan. It's in like the Midland, Michigan. But they're doing like essentially the same format as Zurich. Okay, and then they're all. I think they have two majors in a row, right? Don't they have uh, Evian? What's up with this? Two majors in a row. I think they do Evian and then the uh, Women's British Open, back to back. All right. Any other thoughts on results? What about American Century Championship? Tony Romo, your guy. Tony, he can play. Stableford, I think he won by 10. Mark Mulder. Back to back for him. That event is, yeah, I don't know. I kind of want to go. I'm going to go cover it next year. I mean, send me to Lake Tahoe in mid-July. I'm in. Like, Like, no bullshit. Like, I'm not suggesting this is like a, you know, compelling golf event, but. I will go to Lake Tahoe in mid-July. That's what I want to do, too. You know? <laughs> so I just want to go hang out in Lake Tahoe. I think that's where the... Uh... I think they might be skiing still. That's not... No. No way. They were talking about having all-year skiing this year. That's where the whole Trump Stormy Daniels thing happened. That that event. American Century Championship. Was he playing in it? I think Roethlisberger got into some bad stuff there. I think he, I think he got pop for that it's, it sounds like kind of a lawless party out there um was who playing in it trump yeah <laughs> not that i'm aware of no uh roma i always like looking at some of the guys who are horrible like uh jared goff one year was just like couldn't even get off the tee dead last dylan dreyer last place 
84, minus 84 Stableford. How do you, how do you think uh, Danny Edwards would have fared? <laughs> he would have probably top five, I would say. <laughs> top five? I'd not be Romo, Mark Mulder, Marty Fish. Those guys are like, can play a little bit. I mean, shot, top five. Shut an 88. All right, why, are we, why are we even talking about this? Why are we talking about this? <laughs> All right. It's part of the, part of the results. We, we, it's our duty bound to cover it. Um, all right, should we move a little bit to the uh, open? Kind of do some early open news. Yeah, let's talk about the open. Tigers at P- Port Rush played with Patrick Reed on Sunday. I don't know what that means or what that portends. Pat Reed's going to be on the Presidents Cup team. I don't know. They're still buddies, even after he threw him into the under the bus. Uh, what I want to get to is like just this take fast. We don't usually talk Tiger. Tigers usually, you know. Too too popular for us to be a shotgun start topic, but everybody's got a take about Tiger's schedule. Oh see yeah, McGinley, Azinger, everybody's uh, dogging him. Uh, Azinger's like questioning whether he'll ever win again, which I, I don't know if it's a bad take. I actually kind of like guy won the Masters. He's he's like just content. Um. Harrington was like, I personally think if you're serious about winning the Open, you have to be playing tournament golf at least before it. Harrington essentially is Patrick saying he's Tiger's not serious about winning the Open Championship. I I don't know. My question would be: Is is Adam Scott not serious about winning the Open because he hasn't played? Yeah. Like there are guys that just don't play. Tiger's never played a big schedule. Where was he going to play? Where was Tiger going to play? That's the thing. Like, maybe 3M, but that would have done nothing. He's not, going to, he's not going to Minneapolis to play golf. Not for, yeah, not for unless he's getting some nice side deal. Tiger's Lynch, got, Tiger Lynch. goes to, like, 13 events a year. I agree. Like, I, I there just wasn't an option. He, If you look through the history, like, his schedule, the event he would almost, the only event he would play was his own. The Quicken Loans, AT&T National, whatever it used to be. That was it. That's all he ever played between the two opens. So well, I, the only thing he would play before Glory's last shot was the was Firestone. Fire, yeah, I mean that's how well, you only have two weeks Canadian in that used to. Um, then McGinley, or David Faraday, he's an unknown quantity at the moment. Paul McGinley, I wouldn't rush to put any money on Tiger Woods. He wrote. I don't understand what's going on with the Masters champion. What do you mean you don't understand? What what what's he like? What do you mean he's just absented himself? Like he's he knows like he's around. I don't understand what's going on with the Masters championship since champion since April. He's entered just one tournament outside the majors. That is bizarre. There must be something physically amiss we don't know about because even the zenith of his career, he couldn't have expected to contend for big championships with so few competitive rounds under his belt. I just, I think he's off the whole reps thing. Like, we heard that for years. I need reps. I need reps. I, I, all he would do is get hurt. I don't know. I, 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 there might be something to it. I, I don't know, you know? I think he won the Masters. He won the Masters in 2019. And, like, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, I think that was, like, a crowning achievement. Put your legs up. Kick your legs up, feet up for a little bit. I don't know. I think it's a different stage of his career. Just I'm shocked that these people have such. I, I know Tiger's always going to provoke 
opinions one way or another and many of them divisive but like i just don't think it's that complicated or or worthy of such i don't know critique right yeah i i mean it 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 just there's a lot, a lot of judging going on <laughs> i don't know that he's a great bet to win i'm but... not, i'm not going to be betting on tiger woods right right but what the hell i think it's fine Phil also, you know, questions about Phil. Did you see his little Twitter video today? So he did a full reset, lost 15 pounds in 10 days. All he's had is coffee, some what? special coffee blend. You didn't see this? No. He like went into the woods. He went on a retreat because he's been playing so crappy. Said I, I full reset. All I've been doing is drinking coffee, lost 15 pounds in 10 days. I don't know what it means for his game, but he, he's. It was some social media video. He's like taking a break from the, the the goofy, gregarious social media videos. It sounds like. So. What do you do? You think his reset's gonna work? No. Do you think Although, Phil just got like obsessed with Twitter and social media? <laughs> Good question. Just on Twitter nonstop. <laughs> you know, I love this theory. Thinking about Twitter all the time, and it, it took his mind off of golf. And that's why he just started playing really bad. I mean, it kind of ties exactly to when he got the Twitter. He's he's kind of been bad. When yeah. He, like when it went from this his social media manager running it to him running it. Yeah. That's when I when he got I, bad at golf. Well, he launched it just to promo the match last yeah, summer. Yeah, but he wasn't right? running last it then. It was very oh, clear yeah. that somebody else was. And now there are all these videos, the like off the wall videos that could only be his ideas. Oh yeah, I like nobody's instructing him to take a dump and and do a video. (laughs) Talk about the yeah. When they first launched it, I heard some like just completely hilarious stories about like the amount of people that it took. Like they needed to have a conference call with twenty five people to send one tweet. Like it was just so managed. And, you know, overdone and overthought. Like, yeah, now that it's him talking, it's actually entertaining a little bit and authentic. But reset. Phil reset. 15 pounds in 10 days. It, it uh, does look trim in that video. I don't get what. what where does he get all these completely unbranded black clothes <laughs> garments from? Every time. Could be a pullover. Could be mesh shorts. Could be a hat. Could be a T-shirt. It's just always plain black completely unbranded where, where is this coming from who's you, making this stuff do you want some is that why you're wondering no no i think it looks terrible <laughs> I, it seems like you might be a little jealous of his all black uh, regalia no i'm not jealous of it at all i mean I yeah, where do, where does he get it i mean you just, just go and buy you could go google plain black t-shirt why isn't you though wearing the Callaway like, stuff? You think why? it's like Russell Athletic, but like just totally blank, blank, you know? Why paint, isn't he wearing his black shirt? His his Callaway hat. He doesn't have to probably unless he's in competition. KPMG, right? What is he, is he KPMG hat? Yeah, I, I think he's he's got one on the side, one on the bill. He probably doesn't have to do it unless you're, I mean, social media video. You're on your own time. I just, I, I don't, it's it's uniform every time. Always, who do you think is going to have a better week this week? Phil Tiger. or Tiger? Tiger. 
Tiger. Right? I ne- neither will be. I don't expect much, but Phil's been kind of a mess. Yeah, Tiger's uh, is and always has been a better golfer, so that's the right bet. <laughs> uh, all right, do you want to do a little course stuff? Sure. Early, early course stuff. The man out front got some uh, good stuff from the four caddy. I, I wonder who it could be. Uh, <laughs> I wonder over, who's uh, writing the four caddy post. <laughs> said uh, Portrush is like perfect, pristine. Um, he said, this is uh, golfweek.com. So out Sunday. We played on a links like few modern players have seen. The grandeur, scale, and elevation changes alone make Portrush different from any other Rota member. Um, couple that with the Irish, eager Irish crowds. It says, I, I guess there were, it was packed Sunday. Usually the grounds aren't even open Sunday of a major, you know? They'll open a Monday, but it was packed. I mean, it's so. going to be packed all week. I know. It's going to be nuts. I, I kind of now have FOMO that I didn't go. Yeah, should have gone. Um, Four Caddy says the conditions are perfect when it came to fescue and rye turf. There are almost no divots, thanks to members hitting shots off the mats over several months. Uh, fairways are firm, even though they look very green. They're firm. Ball is rolling, you know, the usual kind of lengthy slower on the greens. Uh, healthy, rough off the tee. Tall fescue combined with ferns and wildflowers that will keep marshals busy looking for balls. I just this this is kind of in depth. Ferns Report. and wildfire, wildflowers. Oh, yeah, yeah. I wonder who's they have... writing about that. <laughs> I know somebody who loves talking about some of the wildflowers. I see, do too. Out there. <laughs> uh, four caddy counted almost a perfect blend of shot shapes required off the tees and greens, setting up ideally for stout ball strikers, who may just be so-so putters. I just talked to, uh, talk to Ogilvy a little before this about Open. He says he thinks the Open, more so than the U.S. Open, is a ball-striking contest. That's interesting. Why does he think that? He thinks that like the U.S. Open, to him, is always about, like, you got to get up and down a lot. And, and the conditions and the weather, he's like, if, if you're... If it, if, you get weather and you're not hitting the ball good in an open, you're going to be just completely exposed. Like, yeah, he's like, if you hate hitting, you know, shots with a left to right to wind uh, with 20 mile left to right to wind, you're probably going to like get like four straight holes of that. And you're, it's not going to go well for you. Yeah. That's a good point. I like that. I mean, cause you just, there's this whole like, uh, cliche about the U S open. You have to like hit, you know, be perfect ball striker, fairways and greens, fairways and greens, or you get ejected. So, like, that, that I like that. I and like some that of the of... most iconic shots that you remember from U.S. Opens are, like, up and down. Yeah. Tom Watson, 17, at Pebble Beach kind of thing. Justin Rose. That yeah. Pitch on at Marion. That's uh, a good point. Yeah. yeah. Uh Interesting. I like Bro- that. Brooksy from like left of the grandstand at Shinnecock. One thing about this uh, Port Rush thing, Port Rush setup, OB, a few some OB stakes. I've, Stenson talked about this last week. There's OB on both sides of the first fairway. I think it just goes back to like whenever it was founded, them not having the land. 
But uh, Forkaddy also said there's out-of-bounds stakes. It's alarming. Like right on the 18th fairway. Wow. But he's like, uh, I'm hoping. I'm st- Forkaddy's still investigating whether those pesky white stakes <laughs> are really going to remain by Thursday's opening round. So we'll have to try to figure out. I might, have to, I might have to see if I can text and figure out who the Forkaddy is and ask the Forkaddy more about the stakes. Uh, so uh, excellent, excellent early report. We got a long way to go, but I just wanted to get a sense of this. You're gonna get a lot of Port Rush reports. Yeah, but. this is gonna be an exciting one. I, Tom Doak was on my pod a couple weeks ago, and he was talking about how one of the cool things about this about Port Rush is that they have it's like a cohesive set of greens where a lot of the open road courses, the greens were, have been worked on by all different architects. Like, you know, they've had, you know, they were pieced together. Or a bunch of different architects have worked there. The At Portrush, 16 of the 18 greens are Harry Colts. The only ones that aren't are the two new mm. holes. Yeah. They put in. I guess I guess those two new holes blend in perfectly. More Farcaddy reporting. I don't need to cite, cite he or she anymore, but said something about Tiger. Tiger asked the four caddy, which which holes were the two new two new ones. They blend in that well. Tiger couldn't, you know, discern it. Tiger even a self-reference by the four caddy. I thought that was pretty funny. It's interesting that the uh I I I saw a golf week writer that was following Tiger around today. Oh really? Yeah. All right. Might be giving up his uh his uh anonymity. Yeah. Yeah, I think he posted on Instagram about it. I don't know if he protects himself like deep throat or anything like that. Uh, but here's the Stenson quote, which I found interesting. Greens are more elevated. Tell me what you think about this. The greens were more elevated than I thought they would be. This is from Golf World, John Huggin, which is not to say they necessarily sit high on their own, although some do. But often enough, they look that way because the ground around them falls off on either side. If it gets windy, it will be difficult to land balls short and run them in. More often, we'll have to flight shots in there. So when I when I hear like open championship and Carnoustie, St. Andrews, like I think about the, the ability to maybe land balls short and run them in. Is he suggesting that if it gets windy, you cannot do that here because of the elevated greens or flighting balls? Or is he just... I, I'm a little confused. That sounds well, contrary to what can, I understand. So I think some of the, one of the things to keep in mind, this course was built in 1929. Yep. So this was after, you know, numerous golf ball developments. So the game was a little bit more aerial. So I would expect the golf course to be a little bit more aerial than um, say St. Andrews. Yeah. Where, yeah. and it, but you know, like on the, you know, on one end of the spectrum, I think like Burkdale is like a modern open course in the Rota. And this one will kind of fall in, in the kind of in between a, you know, the classic links and, and Burkdale. Gotcha. So, okay. Yeah. This, I thought that was like an interesting quote from Stenson saying, if it gets windy, you might need to flight it instead of run it. Um, all right. Early favorite, Rory. I see Rory, 8-1. to one. Or not early, but beginning of the week favorite. Rory's 8-1. to one. Kepka and DJ are 10-1. to one. How about Kepka not being the betting favorite? How about that? You think he's... A misconception. I mean, he, he's, 
I'm sure he is. Sure he is. We never talked about him at the ESPYs, did we? Why? Why is much... that even like? Why is he even going to be like male golfer of the year? Like, I mean. <laughs> Why is that? Like, is there? Is that one of the ones? That, do they even announce that, or is that one of the like the Oscars? Like, they won best, you know? No, that's a that's a, they announced it. Male golfer of the year. Who was he up against? Did he go up on stage and collect the award? I don't know. I figured that was one of like the best, you know, costume design in a short, you know, animated film that they just do the day the night before. You never actually, you don't get to go up on stage and give an award. Uh Kepka, I think he'll be fine. He, he he wanted to go to L.A. That's exactly his wheelhouse. That's what he wants to do. That more than play golf. You know, wants to do body issue. Wants to be on award shows. Like he wants to do that stuff. I I, I feel like after watching that tennis today. Yeah. We need to have like more match play. I need I need more rivalries. I need I need a Djokovic Federer of golf. Because I, that was so awesome. The most, the juiciest one would be Kepka Bryson. Like I think there's real Kepka has real issues there with the pace of play stuff. You know, I, I don't know if Bryson can ever rise to the, the level uh, of, and also totally contrasting styles. Getting back to that John, Sean Zock study I referenced. I mean, they're two of the top. I don't know, ten is Bryson top ten. He's collected all his points via, you know, these these FedEx Cup events, a memorial here or there, nothing at the majors. Total outlier for the way he collects his points. None of it, like, not, you know, a T7 at a major. It's always these PGA Tour events. Whereas Brooksy, like, hasn't collected a single world ranking point <laughs> at, like, a PGA Tour event. Fascinating. That, that, that is a rivalry I would love to see blossom. It, and then you know Brooks would would just start every uh, round by taking a exorbitantly <laughs> long bathroom ba- break. Uh, yeah, more match play would be fun. All right, any other thoughts on the weekend that was? No, that's I, that's all. I'm excited for this week. I'm ready to go. I'm. Uh... We're we're still in negotiations on the schedule. We're th- these Monday morning major weeks are usually a look back at what just happened, but we will have plenty of podcasts, plenty of discussion this week. We're, we we got to figure out the sweet spot of, of when we post these. Yeah. Given that golf starting at 1:30 a.m. and going till 5 p.m. so Eastern, we'll uh, we'll get with you. Get, expect one at the you know the usual Wednesday morning schedule. At the least, and then we'll uh, figure out how we progress from there. Sound good? Sounds like a plan. Stan. All right. All right. Everyone, enjoy your Monday. Uh, make sure you calculate your cab fare correctly. If you're you're taking a cab to the airport, start your week. Don't just hand out a indeterminate amount of euros to your your driver. Uh, and uh, enjoy the week. We will. We'll. Uh, the Open's my favorite major. It's gonna be an awesome week, and uh, we'll be here podcasts all week.